Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and I'm so thrilled today to be joined by the wonderful Alicia Vikander to talk all about her series Irma Vep, in which she plays the lead role of Mira and is also an executive producer on the show. And I was so interested in, in what your starting point in character development was for this series, because it's not just a case of playing Mira, it's playing Mira playing Irma, figuring out her entire creative process as a performer alongside your own, and then even going one step further in terms of Musadora, who was originally playing the character in the 1920s film in the show. Um, and so it's meta on so many different levels, and there's so many different directions that you have to kind of navigate and layers character-wise. And so I was so fascinated with a task that monumental where you kind of started to narrow down and find the initial inroad to build the foundation to expand upon. Well, I, I, for me, it was quite interesting because I, I mean, I, I've known Olivier for quite a few years. And yeah. when he asked me to join this project, uh, he told me about what he was planning on doing. And I think, to be honest, I was quite surprised being like a French auteur and wanting to go back and do a remake for a TV series of his own film 24, that he made 24 years ago was not what I would have expected. But, you know, hearing his passion and why he wanted to do it and... I'm a huge fan of his and I, you know, would die to, to work with him. So I just off the bat said, absolutely, I'm in. <laughs> Which meant that in one way, I mean, we put it together, but I got to experience getting to know this series myself by getting, you know, a little ding in my inbox uh, every few weeks because we had everything was written before we started to shoot. But, you know, he sent me episodes as he made them or finished them. So, I mean, I got the first episode and I, you know, started immediately without, you know, it's like I do it without thinking, you know, start to imagine who this mirror character is and start to read. And, you know, I, I get a few, two, three weeks of kind of getting my head around this episode. And then another one comes in and another one, I was like, okay, so, okay, now, now it's in this other side to her or uh, uh, her pretending to be somebody else or we go even further back in time and I am somebody else you know so I think in one way it was great because I kind of started with mirror and then I kind of like it became layers in the sense that I think it's the same experience for someone watching the show you think you kind of understand the world but it's like you kind of get these you know it's a, like a Russian doll effect you know so um, in, in that sense, it was probably a bit organic, even though it's quite out there. But that meant that I kind of had time along the way to kind of get my head around how I was going to play these different characters uh, and how they all kind of also, you know, in history or memory kind of connect in, in some form as well. I mean, one of, one of the Russian doll layers that's so interesting to watch throughout the series is just that that process of the behind the scenes of her finding this character, seeping herself further into it, you know, even just trying to figure out the choreography of a scene and, and really yeah. struggling to get it at first and then finding it more as she goes along. Um, and so how did you dive into that aspect of what do I think her creative process is going to look like as a performer, as someone who's becoming more and more absorbed into this character? Because the way that she steps into scenes at the beginning of the series is, is different to how it happens as the show progresses and as she connects even more yeah well I think one thing that you know that I because of course it's so meta so there's obviously places or situations that are like my work and, and things that are similar uh but I think she's much more I mean she's in a play I mean 
when we meet Mira, she's quite, you know, in the crossroads of trying to figure out how she wants her life to be and her creative work experiences. And, and, and she has probably devoted her life to her work to the extent that, extent that her personal relationships have kind of started to fall away. And I think in one way that, that that's probably like a fear of mine I had when I started to work myself. I was very, you know, especially when I left my home country, Sweden, I was afraid that all my friends or, you know, that everything was just, you know, that I, wanted, I wasn't going to have that them left. I mean, it's kind of stupid. Or they, they told me like, are you, are you nuts? Like, you know, but I guess, you know, the, 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 the reality of an actor is that you can be on the road all the time and you, create these new wonderful sometimes relationships and uh, uh, um, uh, shoot the last few months, but then everyone goes off to the next. So it's kind of like a lot of work in one way to make sure that you keep your life balance out of it. So I think she, uh, it's been hard because when we meet her in this series, now she's spent quite some time doing maybe work choices that also other people have chosen for her, uh, which then, must make her feel very lost and very lonely. And therefore I think those characters become a way for her to kind of not having to be Mira and get to step in and be these other characters or the version of herself that is at this new shoot making this job, you know? So, and, and, and so that's probably the, the, the difference. I don't, I don't think I've ever been like a real like method actor. I'm a, I, like, I like prep. I think I spent a lot of time and um, then also, you know, technically, I think as a foreign actress, oh my God, I don't know how many hours of dialect work or like English <laughs> practice I've done over the years. Um, but, you know, I love that escapism on set. And then it's like really like magic. I kind of love when you make a scene and I felt like I just like forgot about reality for a while. I mean, it's like, it's the same joy, I guess, I had as a child wanting, you know, that the idea of like wanting to escape into these worlds watching films or wanting to pretend to be a character. It's still the same kind of pure childish joy in it. Um, but then I think I kind of leave that and then I need to go home and, you know, just not be that. Uh, that's my way of working. Whilst Mira, I think, maybe to protect herself, prefer to maybe stay in character a bit longer. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and with what you were saying just there as well about she spent so much time, you know, making choices based on the voices around her um, and there kind of being a loneliness in, in the sphere that she's in. It feels like so much of this journey for her is about her finding that resonance and finding her voice within herself to the point where at the end she doesn't show up for this shoot and that's her taking her career into her yeah. own hands in a different way. And I love the way that you've kind of built moments that she starts to kind of find a new sense of self and a new sense of freedom. Like when her and Zoe are out at the bar and she starts dancing, that's a moment where she feels like herself. And even after being so absorbed in this character, she's kind of finding her way back to herself at the end of the shoot again. And so how did you want to find that relationship that she has, whether it's the moments where she's just completely lost that version of herself, she's completely absorbed into the character or, okay, I feel like this particular experience would really bring her, her back to herself a li little bit more. I mean, that, that says it was kind of helpful, the script itself. I mean, a, a scene when it's described that someone goes up and also for her being, you know, different from what I am, I'm like, I don't have any social media, I'm like a very kind of private person, but 
I'm not working. But clearly in the script, it's told. I mean, she has, you know, social media and she's quite a figure there. So for her to kind of do that in public is even more of a, also kind of rebellion of like wanting to be you, but also being aware that people probably know who you are, which, you know, is a mix too, you know, gives a flavor to it as well. Um, uh, and then also, you know, the moments when you kind of see her by yourself, I think, I think she doesn't like being by herself because <laughs> I think it reminds her that she's quite lonely because it can be. I think as an actor, that's like one of those downsides that people don't really, you know, think about. And also you're, you're surrounded by so much privilege. So you think, what's that? You're in an incredible hotel room in Paris and you're in a suite and life should be amazing. But that's kind of what it is. If you don't have anyone to share it with, then it's just kind of sad sometimes. Um, so I think those, you know, moments when 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 you were only with her, that was a moment of then, of course, show that kind of inner journey of her being more comfortable in being with herself. Absolutely. And I think with what you're saying there as well, it kind of speaks so much as to how and why and the way that she's kind of reaching out to these previous relationships or reconnecting, but still trying to keep a distance. And in particular, talking about the dynamic with Lori, um, you know, in that scene where they're both sitting in the middle of the production set and everybody's around them and Lori starts instructing her on what to do. How did you find that that space of, okay, there's obviously still this magnetism, there's this connection, she still has really strong feelings for her, but she's very aware of everybody in the room around her at the same time and kind of the dichotomy of both of those things being true in that instance while Laurie's telling her to kind of like get up and turn around and sit down. This yeah. Time. No, I thought it was interesting because just within that episode, you have a moment when they first meet for the first time in quite a long time at, at Mira's premiere. And they obviously see that, I mean, which is true. I mean, you kind of forget, like, especially past Me Too era, the fact that she's actually stayed with her and had her being her assistant whilst they were having a relationship. Oh, my God. I mean, it's pretty, like, outrageous and not cool in any sense. And so clearly, I mean, Mira's really stepped over the mark. But then Laurie, you know, uh, really got to have her revenge. And it kind of, even though Mira kind of used kind of her, her power of, uh, uh, she, she, she clearly does have strong feelings for this woman. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, it was, it was interesting because she's also actually, Mira's actually in costume uh, in that scene, which brings an even like another element to it. Because again, she can kind of, I think, feel okay to go along with playing with, Laurie, maybe because she's half in character. Like that was a feeling I had at least when I was filming it. Like, you know, because that kind of, you know, dominance play that they start acting out there in front of everybody else. That's kind of like, you know, uh, that's kind of a game and, and the show itself. Um, so yeah, it was, it, was a, it, was a, it was a lot of, different versions that kind of came out when we did that scene. But that was always kind of the case because Olivier's incredible writing, I must say, I was, I was, you know, I've been a fan of his for so long and I've always been quite, maybe from an actor's point of view, so um, uh, curious in how his dialogue is written because 
it's it's kind of his style to have all these like very long takes dialogue and you you know afterwards I was like well that was probably a 10 minute long scene with just people sitting in a room talking and I wasn't bored you know which is quite uncommon in film normally a film has like a one page per scene and it was common that we had like I think that you know that rooftop scene between Mira and Laura is like eight nine pages which you know made me you know we had so much fun because you got to like act without interference like actually getting to the point where you got lost in these characters and the dialogue is written to the point where we didn't change a word like almost throughout the entire shoot and it feels so natural it's almost like you could think that it's improvised at some places but that just shows how brilliant um Olivier's writing is really so it was all always you know set up for each take to become completely different because we had such an incredible kind of groundwork to work with. That's really, really wonderful to hear. And, and going back to what you were just saying about Mira really knows that in that relationship dynamic Laurie, that she was crossing a lot of lines with that. How did that influence the way that you went into the scene when it's her and her assistant in the hotel room um, oh in the hallway? Because there's, you can kind of see, you can kind of see that like she knows that she needs to draw a line on it and there's, there's a real slowness and, and delicacy to it. And immediately she just kind of moves on afterwards. But I thought that was such an interesting dynamic to watch, especially since she knows all the voices around her and what everybody was saying about her and Laurie. Yeah, or what she shouldn't, she should know better. <laughs> but she's also deep into, you know, her, her Irma Beck character by that point. So, I mean, there is definitely a dark side to that that I think has influenced her by that point. And a bit like, you know, she doesn't give a, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of her game. And, and she, does what she, what she wants. <laughs> and then, you know, the other relationship dynamic that we see playing out with an ex is, is the one with Eamon. And that's a very different type of connection and a different type of intimacy that the two of them share. And so how did you want to make sure that that played very differently to that kind of kinetic electricity that kind of feels like it exists between her and Laurie, whereas it's more of a quietness with the two of them when they're together? I think... There's, um, you know, for anyone who's been with somebody, you know, previously that they were very close to and were close with for a long time, there will always be this kind of memory, especially I think when you're young, you know, that, you know, if you look back, it's like, it was kind of doomed from the start for some reason, but you connected or you were alike or you, you know, you, you met at a time when you needed one. And, and they kind of probably grew up and found themselves. But then also if, you know, in this world of this industry, I think a lot of people tend to like feel like if you meet somebody who does the same, it's also an underlying awareness of what life can be like in this strange world, which is kind of built on illusions of what other people, people think it is you're doing. It's kind of weird, you know? So I think... That's and but then also it's kind of the, you know the 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 I think in relationships of, of living off of the idea of what you think it could or should be, and then meeting people you know after whatever time it's like you're going back and you have the same kind of fantasy of 
what it is, even though it might not be reality. And I think that's kind of the beauty you, you see there. It's it's like a memory that's probably not nothing more than that now in reality, but it will always be be true, whatever they had together back then. Yeah. And in, in talking a little bit about the dynamic of filming a show like this as well, again, with that idea of it being very meta, it's you've got the actual crew that are filming everything, but then you're also positioning yourself for, okay, if Mira's filming this scene, she's responding to the camera over there in this particular way. And so were there, were there in essence, <laughs> mental acrobats that came, acrobatic elements for you in terms of thinking about two different cameras and the placement or how did that influence? No, I, I mean, it, it was more... <laughs> Like it just took a bit of getting used to, I think. I mean, it was funny. We did like this quite long shot when she arrives on set. She walks, she kind of comes from her dressing room and you follow a long discussion she has with the director, you know, about what it's, what scene they're going to make. So they kind of walk up, they pass the, the coffee machine, you know, all those things that the craft is for on the way to set. And then suddenly we actually on the set and you're like behind this door where she's going to go through to start the scene. So we did that long like shot and the camera was following us the whole way. And it was a long scene. And then in the end, I opened the door and I go in and then I see the camera and a whole film crew, but that is obviously being filmed by the real cameraman. So it's like, then I was like, whoa, okay, this is so meta now. They've been hiding here. These like 60, 70 crew that are just acting the crew in this particular uh, scene. It kind of helped, after a while I realized because we were still in like uh, pandemic times, the good thing was because it was hard to know in the beginning when it's like a huge crew, you want to get to know everyone, but suddenly I'm like, is that a real gaffer or is that a fake one? Or is that, you know, because they all have the same makeup bags and makeup, you know? So, so it was kind of like a uh, uh, bit difficult in the beginning, but most of the time actually, the, um, the real crew had to wear masks. So that was kind of a giveaway, which helped. <laughs> You're like, the, the less I see your face, the more real you are. Yeah, as a, as exactly. Crew. <laughs> <laughs> I also wanted to talk about a lot of the movement for the scenes where Mira's in that full catsuit costume, which kind of covers half of her face as well. Um, because again, that becomes more and more intrinsic as the show goes on and more and more elaborate in terms of the motion and the movement and climbing across skylines and up and down the yeah. side of buildings and and through walls. And there's kind of that beautiful element of is what we're seeing real or not? And does it even matter? You know, yeah. but for Mira, it feels very true in all those instances. And so how did you find the tone of what those moments should look like and then what the shift should be as it becomes more immersive throughout the show? I, th I thought it was so beautiful when we got out. You know, I was curious, of course, knowing his original film, how far of that kind of magic and ghost story he was going to bring into this. So when you get to that point of the series, when, the, the, you know, the reality and not reality, that starts to kind of blend, I thought was quite beautiful. Because I think in essence, that's like why I love filmmaking. Like... I long for that, you know, I, the, the whole what if movement, uh, thoughts and, and, and me wanting to go into these worlds and play these characters, like I mentioned earlier, it's like still what I love. Um, so I, 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 you know, and, and it also brings a kind of lightness and humour to it as, as well, because it, it 
you know, it takes mirror to quite like, I mean, pretty strange situations. And I can tell you we had quite a few laughs when I was like lying under some couch whilst these two actors were having like a love scene. And I was like, what is this scene? And I was like, I've never done this. And I was like in this like tight things and like high heels under a couch. And I was like, this is definitely very different from anything I've done before. <laughs> but then to kind of own that and thinking, oh my God, this is quite out there. And like, you know, is this gonna work? But I trusted all of you and I do. And it was incredible when I saw the first cut of these scenes. And I was like, yeah, it does. If you go wholeheartedly into something like that, it becomes a bit of magic. And you kind of get to set the rules of what you can do and not listen to what people say you can't do. Um, so no, that was, uh, uh, it was about very liberating, I think. And that was kind of what, I think Alicia felt, I was like, oh, I, I, I get this. I, I get why Mira wants to do this. I'm not brave enough to put on my cat suit and maybe like sneak into people's <laughs> apartments or hotel rooms, but I, you know, I, 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 I get it. <laughs> Right. And, and you're mentioning the the value as well. And even just kind of seeing those first cuts and getting a real essence of how that's all being pieced yeah. together. And especially as a producer on the show, being involved throughout editing and post-production mm -hmm. and being in a lot of the creative conversations, even beforehand during development of the show and working so closely with Olivier in that way, what are some of the tools that you feel like that ended up giving your performance, you know, even just being able to look at cuts and, and go into filming the next episode? I think it's more that I, you know, I'd found myself with the past few years to kind of, it wasn't, it wasn't like a decision, oh, I'm going to become a producer. It kind of naturally happened. I ended up being, you know, with some fantastic filmmakers that I consider my friends now too, who kind of naturally let me be part of the creative process from an early point. And, and I love it. I, I, I find it interesting not, not to just arrive on set because that's quite late in the process and like come in as the actor. I'm, I'm very, I'm very, I like being aware of the film as a whole. It's interesting watching like takes, I don't really have an issue watching my work. I guess because I don't really think about it as my work. I'm looking at the film as a whole. It feels more like, I don't know, maybe sometimes I think about like when I used to dance, you know, it's more about looking what the choreography looks like as a whole and you being part of it in it. Um, so, and, and I, 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 um, I love filmmaking. So I, it obviously gives them a lot without me thinking of it because all the conversations and, and the work being done is, is clearly something I will carry with me. And the show itself is such a love letter to storytelling, creativity, and to cinema as well. And I love the way that there's that dynamic of seeing elements of short film, silent film, before we see Mira going in and filming a scene in a different way and what that looks like in the silent era versus in the present with dialogue. But there's also still this like slightly heightened element in the, in the performance that Mira's giving. Um, yeah. And so so how did how did that influence you or, or where did you see those parameters of how much do we want to absorb into it? I mean, it was quite funny because there was obviously, I mean, th this is a satire as well and it's meant to be funny. And then you put in some incredibly brilliant actors like Vincent Vincent, the, yeah, play Renee and one of the actors and Lars. Um, so 
I mean, it was funny because, of course, actually, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm playing that this is like, a, it's supposed to be like a great art house film with an tremendous director. And, and then obviously, you know, I'm very curious. I would love to see Renee's whole version. I'm very curious to see what that is. And of course, I mean, that goes to Olivier too, being this great auteur, but also kind of, you know, making fun of as well, kind of the, the idea of what pretentious, more serious filmmaking, what that is. So obviously there's this kind of like, you know, play with this being something that everyone seems to think is the, might be a great piece of cinema and us uh, being extremely serious, trying to create that on set. <laughs> but it's all about dedicated actors. They're very, we're all, we're, yeah, Mira and everyone else there seem to be very dedicated on trying to, you know, make Renee's version work, even though they sometimes seem to feel a bit lost along the way. Which I think is, you know, very much the reality sometimes for actors, because you kind of have to let go and truly commit in giving yourself into the hands of a director and the, the person with a vision. Right. And, and as you mentioned as well before earlier, Mira is really someone who's at this, this crossroads in her career and really wants to move in a certain direction and sees this as a real transition point for her. And there's so many things that she talks about in terms of cinema that she loves. There's the the dynamic that she has with Renee as a, as a director and the way that they really connect over cinematic mm-hmm. taste and that understanding of this character. And so when you were getting all these scripts and looking at the way that she was talking about her love for storytelling, mm-hmm. how did that give you a view into who she was as a person and, and certain personality traits? based on what she's attracted to I, th- I think probably that's actually one of those parts of her that I think I felt maybe the closest to myself maybe it's also even though it's so funny I mean Olivier in person is like the nicest man <laughs> he's like so kind I've never been on a film set that is like so pleasant there was like no drama for five months ever on set, finish on time, everyone's happy, you know, it's like, it was kind of like, I was like, and that was kind of fun because it was so joyous even making, you know, uh, a series about a lot of issues <laughs> around that we can be, or the drama that can be on a concert. Um, uh, and then of course he has written this director character that in one way could be an alter ego, but it's so different from me what I think. But then I was like, yeah, but you wrote this. This is like all the things inside your head that you can't say or can't do that you, like me as an actor, I get to live out all these things I would never be able to do in real life. And you get to do that with your writing. Um, and and um, uh, so with Renee and Mira, I would say it's a similar thing when I met uh, Olivier those years ago. And we ended up like just talking film for hours and then when I ended up passing by Paris next time we met up for lunch again and did the same thing so I guess that kind of thing you know this is yeah I, I I understand that relationship I mean that's kind of what I like when I meet people that I work with or just a film crew in general I mean it's such a collaborative experience that people don't understand because the the actors are kind of the ones above the parapet <laughs> and other you know both for good and bad are like up there and and and, and but, but actually it's such a communal and like experience and I think you know 
most of us are real nerds. <laughs> yeah. And I really, really love hearing that that was the dynamic between the two of you working on this after doing a project after so long about ideating something together. And, and it's such a fantastic series. So congratulations on everything with it. And thank you so much. Oh, uh, thank you so much for having me. It was a lovely chat. Thank you so much. <laughs>